Before we begin a new hour, I just want everyone at this table to know that Lions receiver Jamison Williams posted his McDonald's hamburger with an Oreo McFlurry on it oh, yesterday. Oh. Is anyone here as uncomfortable with this as I am? I am. I am. What is that? That's that is receiver a, stuff that right there. McDonald's. Hey. I've never with an had Oreo a McFlurry, but hey guys. I would not want it in a burger. Yeah. Don't yuck that man's yum. Is he that, thinks that's delicious. Is that pickles? Knock yourself out. You don't that's got a pickle. Yeah, yeah. That's a pickle. Yeah, pickles. And, a lot and it looks like there's ketchup on the bun too. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. On top of the. Well, it's a hamburger. Well, no, it's a hood burger. Yeah, it's a hood burger. No, the man. That's where your mama. I'm gonna tell you what happens. Yeah, you get to this point where your mama tell you, go in there and something in the refrigerator. Yeah, put something together. Put it together. I've been there, G. I've been there. Yeah. Been there. Oh, you, with you, just, just put anything on there of substance. That's what. That's a hood syrup sandwich. All right, fair enough. With I've that, James. We welcome you back. Uh, we are above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. You see the squad. Jay Will is Woo! here too. Crazy night in basketball. We'll get to all of it. But in the last 10 minutes, major breaking news into our studio. The Cleveland Browns announcing that Deshaun Watson will have to undergo Season-ending shoulder surgery. This after a season in which he has been struggling. He's not been fully healthy most of the year, and candidly, he's not played particularly well. But there have been flashes, and we are coming off a huge come-from-behind win that he helped author against Baltimore last week, leading many, including myself, to wonder if he was about to turn it on and this team was about to get this thing going. Well, now, if they're going to, they're going to have to do it without him. For the record... The a point spread at ESPN bet on this game went from minus three and a half to minus three. So at least initially, he is only worth half a point as far as Las Vegas' perspective. Saying is there's concerned. a chance. So, so here's my question, because you just ran through it. They had other they had those Josh just joining us. Dobbs. Who everybody loves. They, yes. Uh, they had Jacoby Brissett last year. They had they let both of those guys go get different situations, and they had Dorian Thompson Robinson, who's a rookie. They also have PJ Walker. It's going to be the PJ Walker show now. Oof. But we talked about how PJ has played well, but in moments there are costly interceptions. But now you know it's almost like last year again. You know these set of games. Deshaun's not here. This is the backup show. So I want to go back to what you said because you pointed out how poorly Deshaun Watson has been playing, and yet. There is something, maybe it's just me, but there was something in my mind that always felt like if he's there, they have a chance. If P.J. Walker and Dorian Thompson-Robinson are their quarterbacks, do the mm. Browns have a chance to win that division and make a playoff run? No. And they, Would they, they have otherwise? I mean, they have a chance to get to the playoffs. Like, win the division, I think, unlikely. They have a chance otherwise? I didn't think so, based on the way that Deshaun Watson was playing. We all remember how he was in Houston. And that's what we all are thinking, like, maybe, maybe. That's maybe. why he got $230 yeah, million. Got, yeah, I get it, but he ain't yeah. been that guy. No. So, like, to me, honestly, this is a terrible turn for this team. However, it's better than what they were going through before, where it's like, are we going to have Deshaun? Maybe we'll have him, because he no was way. in and out of the lineup. Yes. Is he, is he going to play well Literally for a quarter? Is he going to play yeah. well for, or terrible for a half? Like, Honestly, like this, if you put aside the name, put aside the numbers, I think it'll be nice for them to be like, all right, this what we got, this what we well, do. Well, we me, don't have to find uh, out on Thursday. And to your point, let me say what the hell need to be said. No, this ain't the same sentiment if you lost a Patrick Mahomes no. or you lost a Dak Prescott or because he wasn't playing well, no. right? Like there would be a different reaction if we thought Deshaun Watson played was putting the Cleveland Browns over somebody else. It wasn't. Mm-mm. It wasn't. He had a great second half against the Ravens. And you know what great was? 
14 to 14. Ain't really do nothing crazy. Scrambled a couple times. When we talk about great, we talk about this man threw three touchdowns in the right. second half. Or he he changed the rule. This defense a, and this quarterback no. and this run game and O-line. I'm going to tell you, I disagree, I, I disagree with yeah. this. Both both of them. And, I, and look, respectfully disagree by disagree. Put the, put the stat back up of what, but of what they did. I was just going to say I'm just the gonna same let you know, dude. You look at it. Yeah. So, so when Deshaun Watson is playing, they're 5-1. and one. Uh, Let's go back to the Kenny Pickett, Mike Tomlin conversation we just had. It's about winning. And if Deshaun Watson finds ways to win, when you look at P.J. Walker, dude's threw one touchdown and five picks. You... We just talked about Josh Allen turning the ball over and how difficult. I don't care how good your defense is. When Deshaun Watson is in there, if they're turning it over less and scoring more, you have a better opportunity to win. I'm not telling you he's like, – I think what happens is everybody falls in love with the $230 million number, right? Like, get off the number and just go, we're winning okay. games when he's starting. I don't care if the guy – I don't care if he's – I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. Whatever okay, it is. I feel yeah, like it's double dutch. I'm trying to jump in here because it's somebody there. who actually covers these games. Ooh, right. And I've talked to Deshaun Watson after the game about, hey, your defense really balled out. Talk to me about that defense. It is the defense. They have a Super Bowl caliber defense that I hope does not get wasted this season because Jeff uh, Schwartz has done a fantastic job with this unit. Now, Deshaun has not played well. It is not the offense that was going to carry the Browns to the playoffs. But Deshaun and his escapability, when the play breaks down and he's able to create, that is what you're banking on, but it's not there. And again, Miles Garrett. It's not there. They're 5-1 and when he plays. What what has the defense done? It doesn't matter. Jeff, we got to have context of why they 5-1. It was a big six last week. Sure. Okay. Bro, listen, I'm with you. This is just like when people used to say Jimmy Garoppolo led the 49ers. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's leading it, but I'm saying when you look at the alternative of what they look like when he's right. not playing, okay. that's what now you're going with. So, so let me you ask can you this, hate, you you coach, hate Deshaun Watson. You coached in the league. Let me ask yes. you this. Yes. Now that Deshaun Watson is gone for that's the season question. with yeah. the injury, is your play your plan is should help. P.J. Walker, right? You sure is it so. different than when you kind of thinking, well, Deshaun might play, he might not play? Do you think they're better with P.J. Like Walker Stefanski? going forward than, when, than what we've seen because he know he's the guy? No. Okay. No. I think, right. I think I don't I don't think you I don't think you're gonna structure the problem with what PJ Walker is doing is he is putting you in a situation that loses games in the NFL and especially important games. If you're turning the ball over at that clip, one to five ratio, right? Like you can say whatever you want about Deshaun Watson, you can say whatever you want about the defense. But at the end of the day, if you're scoring more points and turning it over less, you give your team a better I mean, chance to win. I mean, the game literally he's not started. Worth, the second you, play of the game like, was Deshaun like, Watson. He's leading them. I'm not play. saying no. you're leading anything. But what I'm saying is when he's on the field, they are a better football team when then he's off the okay. field. And we can say, we, we can beat it around all you want about, is he worth it? Is he leading? Tell me about this defense. Great. We can do that with the Steelers. We can do that with the 49ers at times. We can do that with everybody at times. But at the end of the day, if you're a better numbers, when that dude's on the field, you can't hate on what he has done if he doesn't have to go throw they for a thousand have, yards. It I is just clear have they have head. a better chance of getting to the playoffs and winning playoff games with Deshaun. But you can also That's say it. this defense is what sure. has carried them. But here's the thing. Now you go back again, pull it out, big picture. This is now two seasons of a five-year deal. 
The clock is ticking. Like, when he gets back, it's like the whole point of this is you are good enough to win a Super Bowls. Now you have, now the clock is like, okay, you got three years to do it. Right. The, the clock is only ticking to the degree – it's ticking on the organization. His money is all guaranteed. Well, so it's not really ticking on him. Here's the one thing I will say. Here's why I agree with Jeff. Because – what you're saying, which I is not, which is right, is they weren't winning because of Deshaun no. Watson. But the backup caliber play the they may get may be higher. something they can't overcome. Exactly, like they were winning in spite of Deshaun Watson. Right. They may the, the quarterback play they may get now might not be good enough to win with at all. It's a tie. Who, who, who did they beat in spite of PJ Walker? <laughs> they beat somebody. Was it Cleveland? I mean, uh, Cincinnati. PJ no. Walker. No, Indy? I think. No. no. Uh, oh, yeah, Indy, Indy because but Deshaun got hurt in, Deshaun like, the fourth play. Deshaun came in for, for a play and threw it to the other team. Deshaun also yeah. threw a pass backwards earlier this season. Deshaun ain't the Deshaun that y'all want him to be. Yeah. I agree the ceiling is higher if he can get to that point. But nobody in Cleveland has ever ever seen him get to that level. So I'm with y'all. He's a starting quarterback. He's better for than sure. P.J. Walker. He's a better but, option than the yeah. backups. But, but I, I don't the, think it's detrimental. The big, the big problem with this is normally when you sign a quarterback to a big deal, you backload all of the, like, cap hits. So when you want to build the roster up and win, it's supposed to be in the first few years because yeah. the, the, the cap hit becomes onerous at the end of that. So I think that hurts them. I also think that we have to be honest about since Deshaun Watson came back, he's been mediocre at best. Sure. His, his QBR suggests that he's below mediocre. I think right. the average QBR is like 50-something. He's in 45. And, yes, he's 5-1, but also QBs or wins is not a quarterback stat. I get you. P.J. Walker, not great. That's not what you want. But Deshaun Watson ain't really been solving the problems for them up until this point. So Offense isn't going to solve their problem. They're going to have to be – when, 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 when their best running back, That's Chubb, true. went ACL, and they had to bring it back Jack in. Conklin. That's the bottom line. Right? Those injuries matter. By so, the way, so, the, the game – very quickly, the game that P.J. Walker won was the game against San Francisco. Francisco 19-17. Walker was 18 of 34, 192 yards and two interceptions. The, the following game, G, Indy, they win 39-30. Yeah. And he he throws uh, one pick and get in and then to your point Deshaun Watson first five passes he throws a pick like the reason why Jeff I get it I, and I understand what you're saying like the 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 thought is Deshaun is better than both of the backups mm-hmm. obviously right yeah mm-hmm. but when we start talking about this team they haven't been winning because of quarterback play no like and and if if you get PJ this is what Cleveland defense is doing right now if you just Keep us in favorable situations. We will eventually come through for you. I remember in the end of the game, they got a critical turnover. Late in the game, they were able in to the get in the zone. end zone, right? Yeah. So it's just, I don't, I don't want to, to your point, don't minimize the fact that Deshaun is yeah, better than P.J. Walker sure. and, and, and the backups. But the visceral reaction that people would have to losing their starter as opposed to having to go to P.J. Walker, is because he wasn't playing they, well. Bro. The production is not the they same need, as losing Josh Allen, losing Joe Burrow, losing they need Patrick. To, but they, they haven't been they winning to, because um, of that. Call Mike Tomlin and institute that Matt Canada no-mistake offensive <laughs> game plan <laughs> and, try, and, 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 tell, what I was and tell that man, Miles Dan Garrett, yep. go win us this football like game. Like they tell T.J. Watt. Like they tell T.J. Yep. Watt because Miles Garrett is capable, and he For has sure. been doing it so far. And that's so, what I was asking. Let me wrap up the conversation with this. As of this moment, knowing what we know, which is Deshaun Watson is out for the season, the Cleveland Browns ceiling this season is What? Make Play, the playoffs. playoffs. Make, make the, the playoffs. playoffs. That doesn't change. And, and give they can make it. the playoffs. Because of that. They're not a real contender. 
No, nah, because it comes down to quarterback play. Yeah. Like we, in the playoffs, yeah, yeah, let's not go. We ain't gonna go back because to they don't we have Chubb. Jack Conklin is out. Now they're starting quarterback. So offense become offense was was the question until Miles Garrett get this MVP award at the end of the season. If they make the playoffs, it's on him. It's on him. And the rest of these quarterbacks have been mediocre. But it's I love been it. On I love him. what I we are looking it. for. I it's love been it. on him. It's because been what, on him. what he is doing he all here is uh, just absurd. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't have a chance to appreciate it because we want to look at, look at and talk to the quarterbacks. We talked about during the break. Same thing with Aaron Donald. These guys are changing games. They're Absolutely. taking teams from likely being mediocre to bad to being serious contenders. And, I, and I'll say this too, G. To your point, Foxy. Because of Miles Garrett and this defense, the Heat hasn't been on Deshaun Watson For sure. like it would be, or any other quarterback yeah. in that organization. So I think when you Cleveland think, and you're looking at the situation, you like. I think I think this the best way to frame it is game management for the Browns is going to matter. There you and go. so, however, Stefanski has to figure this all out offensively. Manage the game to allow your defense to finish coach. games. And that's what I was asking you, Jeff, about the plan yeah. when you go into yeah. it knowing P.J. Walker is going to be your Please. Guy. By the way, I just looked up on ESPN Bet. The total on that game is 34-and-a-half, which is already quite low. Steelers, Browns. This man's I'm, a pro. I'm not yeah. sure. How, my point is I'm not sure how many points I, we should expect to be <laughs> can I scored. Yeah. Defensive can I say one yeah. last thing? Go. I would like – Everyone to do themselves a favor this weekend or any weekend, honestly. Just watch Miles Garrett oh, the yeah. whole game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't look at nobody else. Watch him. Watch what he is doing and how it's impacting the rest of the team. Candidly, in that game, there may not be anything else to watch. <laughs> I we can't wait, baby. Oh, Kmart will be in the house as we continue. <laughs> the D in Big D stands for Dak is doing it as the time finally come for how about them Cowboys? We're talking about them. Plus, we got pancakes coming up. Plus, we got security coming up. Oh, plus. We went to a fight last night and a basketball game broke oh, out. Mercy. Or vice versa. What the actual heck happened hockey? here? The heck? <laughs> We're talking about it next. <laughs> Is this Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, we're back on Get Up. And again, quickly, if you are just joining us, the breaking news this morning from Cleveland. Deshaun Watson is done for the year. He will undergo season-ending shoulder surgery. This news announced by the Cleveland Browns within the last half hour. The point has been made here repeatedly. He was not having, by any means, a great season, but it is still a tough blow for a team that is playing well. One way or another, Deshaun Watson done for the year. They play the Steelers on Sunday. This coming a day after the Buffalo Bills made a significant move of their own, coming off a heartbreaking loss on Monday night against the Denver Broncos. Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, has been fired. Sean McDermott saying it was his decision, the head coach, and that he just felt a change needed to be made. This at a time when the Bills seem to have all manner of chaos going on inside. Trayvon Diggs, the star for the Cowboys, who was the brother of Stefan Diggs of the Bills, tweeting yesterday, let's not forget, he, meaning Josh Allen, didn't start going off till bro got there. That's the second tweet in as many days that uh, Trayvon Diggs had sent out that was questioning the organization and supporting his brother. Uh, the, Kimberly Clover's the, the Bills regularly. You know them well. From the outside, it feels like right now they've got real problems internal there. Is that an accurate description of the situation? And if so, where is the trouble? Well, uh, the fact that we don't... Sean McDermott said something had to be done. After a game in which Josh Allen turned the football over and they had 12 men on the field for Mm -hmm. a critical game-winning field goal, um, I mean, I I think they're looking for answers. And unfortunately, he's the head coach. He's gotten rid of the D.C. Leslie Frazier, now the O.C. Ken Dorsey. And the, the... the, the salvation is Josh Allen. He's also their biggest kryptonite, right? Like, they, they w- are so willing to ride the Josh Allen roller coaster because they know how great his potential is and he has elite skills. Yep. But what we have seen, is, and I covered them in week two when he talked about, I can make throws, sometimes they're amazing and sometimes they're detrimental, and it's now week 11 and we are talking about the same issue. I'm going to ask a tough question here. Yesterday on the radio show, we ran through it. We believe there are only seven teams in the NFL that wouldn't immediately trade their quarterback for Josh Allen. So this is not to question whether he is a good player or not. But are the the bad things that come with Josh Allen starting to threaten all of the great things that come with Josh Allen? Is the bad starting to catch up? They already threatened them. Listen, we have to have this conversation with some context. In the NFL, everybody at home, what camera? What, what the camera at? Right over what there. The reason we all agree that Josh Allen is super talented. We've seen him play at the highest heights that you could play the position in the league. The games are played on margins. 
That's the problem with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. It's the margins. It's when you're playing Mahomes or you playing Joe Burrow mm-hmm. and we waiting to see who's going to throw the first interception or who's going to put their team in harm's way. Most likely, mm-hmm. it's going to be Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. It ain't about if he good. I hate this conversation. It's just like when we used to talk about that. It ain't about if Josh Allen's skill set is elite. Yes, he can throw a ball through a drive a drive through. Right? And you think about, it ain't about his athleticism. He can run. He's big and physical. Can he make every throw on the foot? Yes. But we're talking about margins. We're not talking about Josh Allen winning games. We, you get criticized when your expectations are higher to a different level. The reason why Josh Allen interceptions are detrimental to the Buffalo Bills is because we talk about the Buffalo Bills in context of winning a Super Bowl. Bowl. And guess what the interceptions are going to stop you from doing? Yeah. Winning a Super Bowl. But it's not just on Josh Allen, though. Thank you. It's not just on Josh Allen. Who's it on? On the organization. Because they are willing to say, Josh, win it all for us. Do whatever. When we talk about the Dallas Cowboys and how they should go out and get guys at the free agency and trade deadline, the Bills are fine standing pat. They got Russell Douglas. I get that. But when it comes to their running game, they're not consistent with it. And they have Josh running around, throwing the ball. It's on him to do everything. Very quickly, the Stefan Diggs of it all. I mean, his brother tweeting like this. What, what does this mean? I mean, it means that there's trouble there. I mean, all of this suggests that we don't know the full story. With his, his Stephon Diggs or Trayvon Diggs knows that he is going to get his brother in some hot water if he tweets about him not being completely comfortable there. He did it twice. Mm-hmm. He did it he twice. Double down. He did it twice. And double care. down. And don't care. Y'all and then to have the coach fired, the coordinator Jeff, fired. Jeff, one of the bad. words that you used Dumpster to describe. Dumpster fire, bro. Dumpster, Dumpster fire. fire. You got your, your top receiver raising all kind of cane afterwards. You got your head coach that took the number one defense the last five years and made it six. 16th, you got 12 players on there, you're going to go fire the OC. Let me just help you, bro. That's called a scapegoat. And that dude took the fall. This whole team deserves blame. You can't do it. Guess what? Guess, who, well, guess who didn't call it? And the Patriots, when they could have closed that game out and they drove the ball with one of the worst offenses and, and lose games, you can't lose games like that and blame one guy. It right. don't work that way. i got to leave it there for the moment because we know what Wednesday mornings mean and we are very late for our breakfast. Let's do the pancakes. Don't let them burn, Greeny. Pancakes is one of our favorite things. So let me show you how we're going to get this thing started. That's how we start this off. Let's go. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. Family Fox were just spanking pancakes on here. We are back. Can we do one more pick? All right, here we go, Jeff. Saturday before we start, before we start. You see these shoes right here? Get them all clean. UNC over Duke. Put the beat down on them. Put the beat down on them. That's what we do. Here we go. Pancakes on the road. Win miners. Here we go. Let me show you what it looks like. Go get some and finish some. Hey, hey, blame Ken Dorsey for this. Get some of that, little man. Get some of that. Take it. Miners goes and finds him, dumps him. Hey, there ain't no excuse. You saw it coming, my man. It still got dumped. This is what I'd love to see. Miners putting it on him. That is a respectable block. It's one because he is kind of a little guy, but he received it. That's what happened. Up there in the middle. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hey, Wyatt Teller, this is this is go. Feel that. (laughs) Hey, let me tell you what you don't do. Spin back inside, my man. That is headhunting at its best. It don't get no better than that. Go find one. Go. We call that finding work. 
You know what else we call that? A big-time headache from a man getting smoked oh. right there. Oh. Wyatt Teller finishing dudes. And you know it's a great block because this is an all-pro guard oh. giving the jog hey. That's two. That's two. Hey. Help him. Help him. Hey, we're finishing up. Look at hey, Jacoby Myers. Ja this is a little man. This is a little man. Oh. Hey, head on a swivel. Head on a swivel. That's what you got to put it on because you didn't have it. And Jacoby Myers found you, my man. You talk about AP. Hey, AP's changing the mentality of this. Jacoby Myers, full participant, baby. Three pancakes by a little man. Go get some of that. Receive it. Receive it. The breakfast has been served. Marcus will get his uh, return a little bit later. In the meantime, chaos in Golden State. Guys, what happened here? We'll try and make some semblance of sense of the headlock in the NBA last night. Next. Yeah, that man on the one lane. All right, we are back on Get Up, and if you were just joining us here at the bottom of the hour, major breaking news into our newsroom within the last hour. Deshaun Watson is done for the year. The Browns have announced their quarterback will undergo season-ending surgery. They play the Steelers in a game this weekend. Right now on the ESPN Bet app, the line on that game has moved from Cleveland minus 3.5 to Cleveland minus 2.5. The questions about their big picture this season will continue. In the meantime... Let's run the floor. Jay Williams is here and a lot of interesting action in the NBA last night, in-season tournament stuff. Lakers hung 134 on Memphis. They've won three straight. How do they look to you right now, Jay Will? They look really good. Darvin Hands made a, a little twink in and twink. Is that a word? A twink. A twink in this lineup. Uh, and he's had Cam Reddish be a starter. Austin Reeves off the bench. Austin Reeves after 16 points, 55% shooting from the field, 60% shooting from the three-point line. They may be on to something. Meanwhile, Tyrese Halliburton had 33 Ooh. points, 15 assists, uh. zero turnovers. Uh. And it went over Philly. Is he the best-kept secret in the NBA? I think yes. And I think Indiana is one of the best-kept secrets in the league as well as a team, one of the most fun teams to watch. But you know, Greeny, as much as I love Tyrese Maxey, I hate when after you lose a game, guys are smiling on the sideline. Yeah. Not after that guy drops those kind of numbers on you. It's time to get next level, Tyrese. There they are, smiling there. Sixers are 8-2 and two, despite the loss. And then stop me if you've heard this before, but Draymond Green got thrown out of a game. You're going to see the headlock. The chokehold, if you will, that he puts Rudy Gobert in here uh, and uh, after a little bit of a skirmish. This came in the first minute and a half of the game last night. What do you think will happen here with Draymond? I think Draymond's going to get suspended 10 games. You can't have this. As much as I love him as a teammate and, and Clay Thompson would love that as a teammate, it's unacceptable, especially in the in-season tournament where it's so highly profiled. 10-game suspension minimum. Uh, that, that might be the case here. And as we come out, I do find Mark. Marcus, did you want to get I, I just want to get in on this Draymond thing. Let me no, get in, Jay Will. I ain't having it. No way, no how. Oh, Jay. That was not what I saw happening here. That's, that, that's not... That's <laughs> mama. Call for your mama. Call for your mama. I'm going to talk about the NBA. <laughs> we can't have this. We can't have this. We can't have this. Okay. Come back over here. Marcus. Okay. Oh, Wait, who did it worse? From now on. Robin and Joey or Draymond and Rudy? From now on. We're going to check with Greeny before we do these things. Okay. Stand by. Let's, uh, how about it, though? Draymond Green. I mean, what, what, what? He's going to get suspended 10 games? Yeah, detrimental, G. On, on a serious note, like, it, it's because we've seen Jay, Draymond actually hurt this team. 
with actions like this. And obviously there is something in the NBA that guys don't like about Rudy Gobert. But the main thing is when we breaking up a fight, grab your own guy. Mm-hmm. Draymond saw him grab Clay, and Draymond was like, now I'm going to grab you. And that's what happens. That's the code of ethics is that you go get your guy out of the way and not touch my teammate. But when he grabbed Clay, Draymond went in, and we all know Draymond yeah, gonna take it to ten. Yeah, yeah, Grady, I think that's what. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, I not talk right now. I just jumped out. I, uh, we we've lost. See, you nervous? Well, well, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've lost not just deep. a touch of control this over is this. What everyday life is around the way we come from. Grady. I don't know where you living in, but okay. got to learn how to talk through situations over here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask a different question here, if I may. And by that, I mean, let me change the subject to anything else. Uh, Let's talk about James Harden. Now, we showed you the Sixers Uh lost last night, but that was only their second loss in 10 games this year. They're 8-2 and on the year. They look freed up. They look happy as can be. The Sixers look like they've had the weight of the world lifted off their shoulders. And maybe that weight was named James Harden, who is now with the Clippers, and they've not won a game since acquiring him. I'll start with you, Jay Will. How how would you describe Harden, the Clippers, and what we see happening right now? It's interesting that you use the operative word weight. It still feels like James Harden is trying to lose weight. This is a veteran thing. I don't know what happens in football swag. But a lot of times you see veteran players try to play themselves into conditioning mm-hmm. throughout the course of the season. That's not what this team needs. They need James Harden at his best. That's typically why his body breaks down towards the end of the season. I think it's the most difficult test of Ty Lue's career right. making this team work. And by the way, for Joel Embiid, it's so nice to give the ball up and get the ball back. Yeah. I mean, it feels like the freedom they're playing with offensively, it opens up the floor of Tyrese Here, Max. Here's my thing, too, Jay, to your point. Like, we heard James Harden in this presser talk about – I am the system. Here's the problem. You can't be to win a championship. That's the visceral reaction. When I heard him say that, I said, when you think about the NBA now and you look at games, you look at teams all offseason, they spend an entire offseason trying to get better, trying to find pieces that fit together. Basketball 101 foundationally, right? For James Harden to go into a locker room with Kawhi Leonard, with Paul George and Russell Westbrook and say, I am the system? What system? You playing with three other guys that's probably going to be Hall of Famers at the end of their career if, Ka- if Kawhi played consistently. So that's my issue with James Harden. Bro, you are in the twilight of your career. A champ- You're making money. You've made a, a, a ton of money. It's about championships now, James. And you can't be the system if you're going to win a championship. I didn't think he would go to L.A. with that type of mindset. You just say, that's tone deaf. Right, for any right. team, like I'm coming into your team, no, it's my show. Actually, no, it's, it's, it's Greeny's yeah. show. We're all learning how to fit in. And so if you're t- very quickly, very quickly, if you're Ty Lue, what, what do you say to this group right now? You've got Kawhi, you got Paul George, you got Russell Westbrook, you got James Harden. You only have one basketball for them to share. What's the message? I, you know, I, I think you try to tell me hey, we need to all be collectively together. I think you, you stagger the minutes between James Harden and Russell Westbrook. But the problem is I don't think this team has enough to win it. They're undersized, and that, you need sides in the Western Conference. Yeah. Think about the Lakers. Think about – look what Denver did to them Yo, last night. Yeah. It was like playing against little kids. It's called mouse in the house. And that's what you're seeing. All right, so it's confirming everything's okay here. We're all good here. The family's all well. All right, delighted. Right. Meanwhile, we have right. our star-studded like NBA doubleheader coming your way tonight. <laughs> Joel Embiid and those Red Hot Sixers taking on Jason Tatum and the Celtics. Then you got the Kings against LeBron's Lakers. 10 Eastern, our coverage will tip off with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the ESPN app. 
Okay, we have another piece of family business to deal with here. So Dak Prescott, starting quarterback, Dallas Cowboys. Earlier this morning, the conversation turned to, is he right now playing like the best quarterback in the NFC? The answer to that is yes. Dominique Foxworth said the answer to that is it's not enough. He's actually the best quarterback in the whole NFL. And look who's watching. Chad Prescott, our old friend, back on Twitter. He tweeted, are my ears deceiving me or did I hear our former cousin, Dominique, say Dak is playing like the best QB in the league? What what do we say about that? Cousin First of all, first of all, Tad, you dead to me, dog. You dead to me, Tad. Wait, 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 dead to me, bro. I've been, I've been backing Dak all freaking season, and cut, and cousin Fox is back in. I ain't yeah. even get an invite. Nah, man, I'm done with this, bro. Just I'm done with. Come to cookout, y'all. Blood yeah, thicker than water. You know what I mean? Hey. Well, I will say this. In my family, we're honest with each other. <laughs> and so I would love to be at Thanksgiving with my family once again. But if I got to lie to you, don't invite me. We because if that tater salad gross, I'm going to tell you it's gross. <laughs> and, first- and sometimes I watch a couple, couple games yeah. and Chef Dak was, was serving bad. up some spoiled <laughs> yep. salad. Yep. So I'm sorry. But the last couple weeks, Ooh, like Mac, mm, kiss so your fantastic. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love. Don't lie. And it's another rule at the Thanksgiving table. Don't ask who made the pie. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask that, that means it sucks. Yeah. Don't ask. But, yeah, he's incredible, man. It's, it's been really impressive. It, yeah. It's leaning a lot on uh, CD. Greeny or, orders in for Thanksgiving. What are you talking about? I'm like, Greeny, don't look at it. Look at it. Now he got it on speed, dog. He said that he came to Thanksgiving. He said, don't ask who made it. He's like, I know who made it. I know who made it. I'm going to come over there and teach you how to ride. He got his fork and knife. I know who made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that question in my house is the caterer. Uh, but, but let, 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 let's it, go yeah. back to serious Tom. Why? If there's any conceivable chance of me getting back to a serious uh-huh. topic here, yeah. all kidding aside, like this is the roller coaster we're riding with Dak. Now, before the season began, you said to me, Greeny, it's got to be about the moment. It's yep. got to be about doing it in the big games. I, I, he played real well against the Eagles. Didn't get it done. It, it, they didn't win the game. He, he played. Howard, well. are you feeling differently now than you were feeling before the season began? One, I'm not going to take too much away from the Giants. I'm, 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 I'm just be honest. Yeah, I know it's all, the NFL yeah, it's and right. I'm, what else. I'm not. What I, what I take away is Dak Prescott played well enough to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. He needed more people to come to the party with. That's right. If he can continue this consistency, and we say that Philly is the best team in the NFC, that is when you say, well, who can't they be? Right. And this is my problem when we start talking about the Cowboys. If you say anything remotely close to Dak being be- the best or they go into a Super Bowl, everybody take that and run with it like you saying that in this etched in stone. Right. right. This is based on consistency in his play. That's right. And the level that he's raised his play to over the last few weeks that we've seen gives the Cowboys a chance to make a playoff run. At the risk of, 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 of drawing the ire of Tad and the Prescott family. <laughs> how, how confident are you feeling right now that what we are seeing this moment is sustainable for the rest of the season and into big games in, in January? My question wasn't about Dak. Yes, in the big moments, he's got to show up. But my biggest question was, C.D. Lamb, are they going to get him involved? Will there be a rushing attack? Uh, Brandon Cooks, will Mike McCarthy be better in in-game situations and clock management and all that stuff? And before the season, I actually said I thought the Cowboys could win the division. But it's the other things around Dak. Even when Dak is at his best, you still see pass pro, not the best. 
like other guys not stepping up. The play calling, like getting CD involved, I think Dak has to use his legs. They have to get CD the ball more often. Brandon Cooks has to be involved. It's not just Dak, and I want I just I want us to get away from talking about here, here, Dak. Here, to your point, here's the best thing. Here's the best thing about what Dallas has done over the last couple weeks. From a football standpoint on Sears note, we see that they have a formula. They have a formula that is potentially sustaining throughout the rest of the season. Now, the question has always been when you need to raise the level of play in those moments. Will Dak be the guy that we've watched over the past two weeks? May I raise one point here? Or yeah. May I just give an opinion? <laughs> I think that the Cowboys are in trouble and when it comes to these big games, and Dak has nothing to do with it. I think in late games, in the playoffs, you need to be able to run it and you need to be able to stop the run, and I'm not confident they can do either of those yeah, two things. That, what do you think the, of that, Saturday? 100% right. And Because at the end of the day, what you want from your quarterback position, I play with two Hall of Famers. Consistency. If you, everybody else, everybody else, their level raises with them. But guess what? You got to have CD Lamb make a catch and break it for 30. You got to have Brandon Cooks do that. You got to have Tony Pollard break some big runs and go take the pressure off your quarterback. It can't be a methodical 13 play drive, your drive to make Dak do it every time. And right now, their run game under McCarthy has went backwards. And we're going to need that defense to make the big play. And ESPN Bet is now live. New players can earn $200 in bonus bets. By signing up for an ESPN Bet account and placing a sportsbook cash wager on any amount. All right, we will take a short break here as we continue. Deshaun Watson, done for the year. What does it mean for the top of the AFC? Does it actually make any difference at all? We'll answer that question and dish out new security coming up. Plus, here we go, Jay Will. Sneaky Hembo. Lightweight. Who had Duke's single-season scoring record when Jay Williams broke it? In the 2000-2001 season, the answer is next. All right, here we go. Jay Will, one of the great players in the history of Duke basketball. You set the single-season scoring record in 2001. Whose record did you break? Jay, no. Uh, Dick Grove. Dick Rode is right. Dick Rode. Yeah! Dick Rode. Oh, look at this dude. And nice I, that don't count. You are so shady. Dick Rode. They didn't even have a three-pointer. Dick Rode. Or a black person. You don't have to hate on me. In 1951. By the way, your record has has since been surpassed by two players. Do you know who they are? Which two players have scored more points in a single season in a Duke uniform than you? Just out of curiosity. R.J. Barrett Barrett is one. Who's Zion? No. Who's your daddy? He works at ESPN. J.J.? That's correct. J.J. Reddick scored more points than you. Oh, I knew that would bother. Let's come back on Brady. Break. Breaking news, guys. Here we go. We got Deshaun Watson out for the season. The Browns announcing this morning he will undergo season-ending shoulder surgery. This after the Browns won a big game coming from behind and Watson perhaps starting to appear as though he was playing a little bit better. Clearly, it's not been a great season for him, but their defense is elite one way or another. It's over for him. And Kimberly, I I turn to you almost as though you're a Browns beat writer because you cover them so often. Should we expect it to be P.J. Walker now as their starter for the rest of the year? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some uh, Dorian uh, Thompson-Robinson, but it's P.J. Walker's show 
right now, which I know Browns fans can't even believe at this moment. Well, that's the point. And so here's what I'll say. We have debated a lot here since this news broke about an hour ago or just how good Deshaun Watson isn't. I get it. He hasn't been great. But it has always felt to me like when he's there, there is at least a chance of something special happening, mm. of him having a really big game, him making a big play when you desperately need one. This feels different to me now, like that defense is going to have to be so good and they're going to have to completely change what they do to try and just beat you 17-13. And I don't know that when we get into the postseason territory here, that's a possibility. Can I just say, after for covering this team for a while, their defense last year was good. There were games where they were literally giving up only 14, 13 points, and it was always the offense. Right. I don't think their mindset really changes. Like, the margin for error for this defense was slim to begin with, even with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Did they just win 33-31? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when they needed points, they got them in that second half. I know the defense has done a lot of it. To me, it does feel different. It feels like their expectations do change. It feels different, but I think because of what we've actually watched from Deshaun Watson over his whole sample size, that it doesn't feel like it's it's the death nail. And the reason why it doesn't feel like the death nail is because I didn't feel like they would win a Super Bowl with him at quarterback anyway, mm-hmm. based on the way he was playing. Now, could he have continued to get better and maybe yeah. hit a stride yeah. and we'd be like, oh, okay, this is a potential team to be a contender. But the way he was playing, that second half of the Baltimore game, was Deshaun Watson's best shining moment since he showed up for Cleveland. And if he could have continued that, maybe so. Hey, it goes 100%. It's already be better than that, right? So on a morning where I have already torn up practically everything we've done because of breaking news, I'm going to make the control room crazy one more time. I'm changing the question here, but it was one we were going to do anyway. And this weekend, between Thursday and Sunday, the entire AFC North plays off against each other. we got Baltimore-Cincinnati tomorrow night. We got Pittsburgh and Cleveland on Sunday. If I told you right now, with this Deshaun news, that one of these four teams is going to wind up in the Super Bowl this year, one of these four teams is going to wind up winning the AFC championship, which one is it? The Ravens. Yeah. That's who you trust. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just, I mean, Deshaun Watson with as good as their defense is, I, I completely disagree with the Deshaun Watson. I think he makes them, there's hope in a huddle. I just, y'all can say whatever you want. Yeah, there's fucking you. hope in a huddle. When a dude walks in, he's better, you like it. So y'all can think whatever you want. I've been in that huddle 14 years. I know what it feels like to go play with a dude you got no chance to win with. And so it has it, right? Two like, that's what it is. It's just, it is reality. It's I, the Ravens. I, yeah, I, it's definitely the Ravens. I it's not the, not the Bengals. Yeah, like five I, and four. If they win I, tomorrow night, will you change your mind? Ooh, we could. No, no, no. I, I, no, I, won't. no. I mean, I think mm-hmm. the, the Bengals have a lot of injury issues. They have ups and downs, and they have offensive line problems, which I've come to accept as much as I don't want <laughs> My to. My man! Next to Jeff Saturday is that the offensive line might be the most important. Amy, I would stick with my preseason pick. They all make it. The Ra- uh, well, we're talking about the Ravens. Oh, but the, the Ravens, Ravens go into the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and Kmart did pick all four teams to make the playoffs super quick. Which team? Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay, so we we are across the board on Baltimore. Watch them lose tomorrow night to yep. Cincinnati and throw it all into <laughs> chaos <laughs> as usual. We just one, we cursed it. One piece of business left. Security. Let's go. Now it is time for Swagoo's Revenge. We ain't worried about you, Swagoo. Let's get the security. Okay, let's go. Y'all need all the security. Hey, man, this is the guy that you got to protect. When are you supposed to pick up a flip? Lord, have mercy, y'all. That is a travesty. You need new security. This is absolute malpractice. Call everybody. Do you know you in a football game? You need new security. Oh, that was so much fun. Here we go. Earlier this morning, we handed out the pancakes. Now it is time for Swagger's Revenge. What are we doing? Oh, 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 oh,
Yeah. We got security. G got scared. He needed security. All right, let's turn up, man. Y'all know what time it is. It was a lot of people getting whooped this week. And we're going to start off with Miles Garrett, who should be the front runner for the MVP. But most importantly, okay, G, the security guard actually made an effort. He made an effort to keep the man off of his prized possession, the guy that he was bodyguard tonight. But it did not work because he's not in the weight room enough. That's the problem. This is when you're not in the weight room and your feet get crossed up. And Miles Gary is the most terrifying guy that's trying to take over your premises because he is going to no matter what. Look at the chain. This is a chain only killers wear. Okay. Second, let's go to the Houston, Texas. Sheldon Rankins had three sacks, but none better than this. Look at 65 get up and say, damn, I had it. Him in my head. Look at this look. Dogan. Got Dogan. That's what the security guard say. Got Dogan. Gee, when I used to go to Las Vegas, famous people come to the pool, right? And they got these security guards with them. But then they realized the person that they guarding is too famous to keep everybody in the pool place away from them, and they just get bombarded. That's how Joe looks. I'm too famous to keep everybody away. All right, last but not least, my God. No. My God. Oh, Jeff, Jeff, no. listen. Jeff, listen. No. There's so many people getting destroyed in this club, dude. Like, I. First of all, first of all, you have no club anymore. Man has earned the whole thing down. You you have nowhere to go in the morning. You can't go count your money. You can't talk about how many people was in there. You can't talk about your VIP section. All your liquor bottles been got stolen. Everything's gone. Because what happens in this situation is all your security guards get taken out. That's love right there. Oh, my That's goodness. That's the best one. Did you see the quarterback just flop down? Did you down? see him? No, he didn't he just flop down. down Jeff. He felt the he presence. Just down. What did you want him to do? Man, stand up and stand in the pocket. Be strong. Be strong. Yeah. Yeah. He should have <laughs> did what he did when I was walking over. Yeah. One more time. Wait, one more time because it's my favorite. When, when Miles Garrett throws that guy to the side, what does he yell? Throw it! Throw it! <laughs> hey, the minute you get out of your stance, you should be saying against Garrett. Throw it! Throw it! It don't matter how good a block it is. Get that kick in. Let them know. So much fun this morning. And it continues with first take next. Did Draymond go too far? Should Stefan want out of Buffalo? Molly, Stephen A., Mad Dog, Swagoo, Kmart. First take, top of the hour on ESPN. Well, on a morning filled with big news, here's the biggest of all. Tad Prescott has tweeted, when did you all have the meeting to replace uh, Dominique Foxworth with Jeff Saturday? Was there a long discussion or was it straight to the point? I'm delighted to say Tad said, we have kicked him out. So it seems to me that Dominique is out of the Prescott family and Jeff is in. That is the latest. We back, baby. We back. How come How come they got roster limits on the family? You don't got to kick me out to let Jeff in. We can have 54. You talk, you, you talk about the potato salad. <laughs> I mean, it was, That's what happened. I mean. Once you act up. Too many, too many, too many. Today spots. was nuts. I need a drink. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. First take starts now. <laughs>